We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I am really excited about this 835 guest because... Fresh off the heels of the 100th anniversary of the opening of the Orpheum Theater in Minneapolis, Fred Crone, credited with saving this historic stage, releases his first book called Standing in the Wings, My Life on and Mostly Just Off Stage. This book traces his efforts to save and restore the Orpheum, the state, and the Pantages theaters. His experiences in booking concerts and Broadway shows, which have sustained the theater district for more than 40 years now. He's joining us to tell us all about the book and why he wrote it. How are you, Fred Crone? Oh, my gosh. How are you? (laughs) I'm so good. You know, just hearing your name, I smile. Um, You have... (laughs) Man, you are a a staple here in this uh, great state of Minnesota. So many know uh, what you accomplished on Hennepin Avenue. It's just remarkable with the state, the Orpheum, and, of course, Pantages Theaters. Now you've written written a book. Tell me what inspired you to do it, and how do you feel about it now? Well, I... uh... I when I retired in 2018, I had probably uh, 50 boxes full of files that were uh, for concerts I started to do in 1972, and continued to 2018. And uh, I went through them. I uh, sorted them all out. I donated them to the archives at the Elmer Anderson Arts Library. And uh, in going through them, I said, you know, there's some great stories here. I think I might. Uh, I might at least try a book. And then uh, we were all locked in our uh, homes and condos uh, for COVID. And during that time, I wrote the book. I am not surprised at that at all, sir. Uh, you are prolific uh, in all of your endeavors. And I can imagine that you are prolific in this writing of a book. Tell me how many pages did you get through? Uh, it's uh, almost 400 pages, including uh, a listing of every show uh, that I promoted uh, from 1972 to 2018, and uh, what the gross was, and uh, what the venue was. It, it's, it's kind of an interesting history of, uh, of the shows, and of course, the Steels are on that list. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So, uh, we had some good times, man. And I, I just want to say that in order for you to write this book, it must have changed you in some way, did it? I think it, uh, you know, it, it certainly made me, uh, there were so many things I had forgotten, uh, some great stories that I'd forgotten, and uh, it kind of brought those back uh, into really good focus for me. So uh, I, I guess it changed me. I uh, I can't think of any other way, but uh, I, I feel uh, I feel good about the book and uh, hope it would be of interest to people. 
Well, because the Orpheum itself is so historic, as well as the State Theater and the Pantages Theaters, the bottom line is that people need to know the history. We have been losing a lot of our history in various states when it comes to theater and how Broadway, uh, the touring companies have been, um, you know, traveling for so many decades. And we start to learn that, wow, we have been unique in this here in Minnesota. Can you tell us a little bit how you see us being unique in your efforts? Well, I, I, I think the, the the main thing is that all three of the uh, the Hennepin Avenue theaters were very much threatened with demolition, and uh, there were tipping points in each where uh, where they were able to be saved, and and that's you know part of the lore of uh, of the history of these three theaters. You know, the the Orpheum was uh, decaying on Hennepin Avenue in the early '70s, and I tried forty or fifty different business people to see if I could persuade them to invest some money in it. And uh, I had uh, Joe Papp uh, lined up to bring a chorus line in if I could find someone to uh, to fix the Orpheum up. And nobody, nobody went for it except for Bob Dylan. And uh, wow. that's one of, that's one of the, the main stories. Uh, I, I think if Bob Dylan wouldn't have stepped up and, and, uh, expressed interest in owning and operating and uh, and producing shows in the Orpheum early on that that would probably be a parking lot or a uh, some kind of condo development now so, so tell me and, and, and the same for the state Right. Now, the state has been, um, Minnesota, we are so grateful for all that you did. And, of course, theater is so big here uh, to know that Lion King, you know, was really put to work here. And so we can actually say it happened in Minnesota first. World premiere. World premiere, man. That's a big deal. And it's it's the, the most successful uh, Broadway show in Broadway history, both in terms of grosses and in terms of attendance. So we uh, in the Twin Cities can be justly proud of uh, of having Lion King uh, here before anyone. So here you are. You have your family that's learning all that you had, you know, maybe displaced at one time in your memory. And now you're going, oh, well, oh, that's right. I did that. I did this. What are you hearing from the children? What are you hearing from your family about writing this book? You know, they uh, they were all, in a way, part of it. I can remember my uh, my sister Lisa, who now is uh, is booking the theaters in my place. Now that That's I've retired, right. uh, when she was about ten years old, I gave her a bunch of roses and told her, "Run up the aisle at, at O'Shaughnessy Auditorium and and hand them to Miss Fitzgerald, Miss Ella Fitzgerald," and she did that and. Uh, to this day, uh, it's a it's a major memory for her. But uh, you know, there there were some amazing artists that I was privileged to work with, and uh, and uh, many of them, the many stories are in this book that uh, that I share with uh, readers. Did you share the many changes of how you bring um, these incredible shows to the cities, uh, whether they're tours or um, what have you? But how how is it different from when you used to do it when you were booking the shows? Now it's the technology is different, the way tickets are done, marketing is done. It's also different. It's also different, and and the 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 saddest part to me uh, is that uh, it's very corporate now. You know there are. Uh, uh, not so much in the Twin Cities, but in many cities, the uh, the, the big giant conglomerates that I really feel don't really 
care much for the artist. They just care for the next quarter's uh, earnings. Uh, you know, they, they've taken over so many parts of the uh, live entertainment industry and uh, to the detriment, I think, of, uh, of uh, audiences. But uh, other than that, you, you know, the uh, ticketing, I used, to, I used to take hard tickets and take them over to Northrop Auditorium. And you know, then just before each show, I'd have to go and settle and count money in and, and pick up the hard tickets. And then we'd put them in the, you know, now it's just uh, instantaneous with, uh, with, uh, with computer ticketing. Right. So it's uh, many changes have uh, have been for the better, and just a few have been to the detriment. I think you've had so many um, employees that stuck with you for many many years. I remember some of the technicians when the Steels would come in there and perform at the State Theater, and there were guys that had been there for twenty five, thirty five years. Um, today, um, as you know, these theaters are really thriving. And do you still see any of them? Are some of them still around? Sure, I, I think uh, Dave Marietta was probably there the longest, but many of the uh, of the uh, the uh, IATSE union uh, people that that we uh, we had, it, it was it was it was a family uh, business kind of, and they uh, you know their father worked uh, for local thirteen, and then they worked, uh, and and it uh, you know it it just became. Uh, uh, Something that was passed down, and and uh, and many of them, uh, many of them are still around. They're uh, they're retiring, some of them, but uh, they were uh, great. And and the the nice thing is, we've been so successful that now they can make a full time living uh, from uh, from working at the theaters, which is uh, I think great. It's uh, it's uh, much needed. Have you ever considered in your lifetime doing this work, actually going and and buying up other theaters in other parts of Minnesota? You know, it's it's uh, you need a certain of you know size uh, of population to uh, to make them work. I've 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 uh, promoted shows. I did a, a tour with Dolly Parton years ago and went into Fargo and. Grand Forks and a lot of the, you know, they'd have 500 or 600 seat theaters, but it's very difficult. You know, you 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 want to bring uh, entertainment to those uh, size towns, but it it's it's very difficult. And so I I've always found that, uh, you know, it's easier for me to have stuck to uh, to Minneapolis, St. Paul most of the time. Sadly, I mean they're they're great theaters. Mm, they are great theaters. It's amazing to me that you um, worked with union people, okay? So some people say, I don't want to work with union people. I just want my, th- my theater to thrive without all of that. But you dealt with that. What do you see today that's going on when it comes to the union? Is it getting stronger or is it getting weaker when it comes to theaters? Well, I, I definitely think that in Minneapolis, Local 13, which is the IATSE union, I think is is very strong, mainly because we've had we've had uh, such success in bringing in uh, some of the uh, some of the long-running broadway you know hamilton and wicked and some of the really long-running shows that uh, that really give them a uh, a uh, a full-time living you know so so i i, I think they're uh, and and they have they have technical skills that really uh, you know the average person doesn't have and, and would be hard to develop. So, uh, 
you know, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I've always, I've always uh, been been more than happy to work with uh, that kind of skilled uh, professional. All three of your theaters, the Orpheum, the State, and Pantages, you have brought in concerts as well. You've brought in comedy. You've brought in so much. It wasn't just theater. You were known for bringing in the arts, period. Um, as we look around today, we are still seeing that, and that is something I hope will continue in this great state of Minnesota. Yet, we are also hearing about other states that are falling away from that. When they do theater, they just want to do the musicals. They want to do the popular shows like you talked about a moment ago. And so as we look and say, yeah, let's incorporate all of it, all that artists have to present. Um, is that the way to go? Do you hope that other theaters will, can, will keep doing that or encourage, be encouraged to do more of that? I think the reason the three theaters are so successful is that we, we have been able to bring in a wide, wide variety of uh, things, as you say, uh, and not just focus on on one, you know, there, there are a lot of Broadway theaters, and, and when there's no Broadway running, the theater is dark. And, and uh, our theory always was that uh, if people will buy tickets to any, a show and it won't uh, damage the theater or the audience, we're going to bring them in. So we've, uh, yeah, we've, we've if, if you look in the back of the book and, and look at the many, many shows that have come into the Twin Cities, it's quite amazing, the, uh, the wide variety. And finally, sir, I've tried to write a book. I've got about 70 pages of a book. And, you know, when you are reflecting on who you are and who you were, um, what did you learn about yourself? And, 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 and if you learned anything that you didn't know that you knew, um, how did you feel about it once you placed it in the book? You know, it's it's funny. I started thinking that it was going to be a really uphill battle, and that it was going to, uh, you know, I'd have to rewrite it ten times. Uh, and I, it it just uh, once I had gone through the uh, files and and was a little refreshed in in knowing, uh, recalling what I had gone through back in the day. Uh, I wrote it. I wrote it once, and it it uh, it was the right length. Uh, to fit in a nice book, and uh, you know, I, I had to rewrite a portions, but it was it was it was really much easier than I thought once I got going. And hopefully, you'll find that as well because I'd love to read your book. Well, I tell you, I'm terrified because I read it after three years of starting to work on it, and I thought to myself, oh, no, no, nope, I don't think I'm going to get through this, so we'll see. <laughs> but I am so happy that you wrote your story because your story is important to the great state of Minnesota and so many of the Broadway tours that have come through this state. We are known for our theaters, and you helped that. You were the one that gave so much of yourself to make sure that these theaters continue to thrive. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Appreciate it. It's really a pleasure, sir. Take care of yourself and write another one. Do a oh, second I'll do it. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate your call. You're talking. Thank you so much, Fred. Take care. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t oh, 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 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.